Hello, and welcome to PrimeMed's News and Updates podcast. This series is intended to provide clinicians with the latest updates in primary care. Topics covered in today's episode include antipsychotic initiation and Alzheimer's disease, health administrative spending gaps, and rise of electronic scooter injuries. Antipsychotic initiation ups risk for head injury, TBI, and Alzheimer's disease. Individuals with Alzheimer's disease initiating antipsychotics have an increased risk for head injuries and traumatic brain injury, according to a study published online January 7th in the Journal of the American Geriatrics Society. Visa Tapianen from the School of Pharmacy at the University of Eastern Finland in Kuopio and colleagues conducted a nationwide register-based cohort study to examine the association between antipsychotic use and risk for head injuries among community dwellers with Alzheimer's disease. Data were included for 21,795 pairs of incident antipsychotic users matched with non-users by age, sex, and time since Alzheimer's disease diagnosis. The researchers observed an association between antipsychotic use and increased risk for head injuries. Event rate per 100 person years, 1.65 for users and 1.26 for non-users. Inverse probability of treatment, weighted hazard ratio, 1.29, and traumatic brain injury. Event rate per 100 person years, 0.90 and 0.72 for users and non-users, respectively. IPT weighted hazard ratio, 1.22. Compared with risperidone users, quetiapine users had higher traumatic brain injury risk, IPT-weighted hazard ratio, 1.60. Persons with Alzheimer's disease have a higher risk of falling, head injuries, and traumatic brain injuries, and worse prognosis after these events in comparison to those without Alzheimer's disease, the authors write. Therefore, it is important to avoid further increasing risk in this vulnerable population. Several authors disclose financial ties to the pharmaceutical industry. Large gap found in health administrative spending for U.S. and Canada. There is a large and widening gap in health administrative spending between the United States and Canada, according to a study published online January 7th in the Annals of Internal Medicine. David U. Himmelstein from City University of New York at Hunter College in New York City and colleagues quantified 2017 spending for administration by insurers and providers in the United States and Canada. The researchers found that U.S. insurers and providers spent $812 billion on administration, translating to $2,497 per capita, compared with $551 per capita in Canada, 34.2 versus 17.0% of national health expenditures. Overall, $844 versus $146 were spent on insurers' overhead. $933 versus $196 on hospital administration, $255 versus $123 on nursing home, home care, and hospice administration, and $465 versus $87 for costs related to physicians' insurance in the United States versus Canada, respectively. Since 1999, there was a 3.2 percentage point increase in administration's share of U.S. health expenditures. 2.4% was due to growth in overheads of private insurers, mainly due to high overhead in Medicare and Medicaid-managed care plans. Despite these imprecisions, the U.S.-Canada disparity in administration is clearly large and growing, the authors write. 
Discussions of health reform in the United States should consider whether $812 billion devoted annually to health administration is money well spent. Rate of electronic scooter injuries increased from 2014 to 2018. From 2014 to 2018, there was an increase in the incidence of electronic scooter or e-scooter injuries and associated hospital admissions, according to a research letter published online January 8th in JAMA Surgery. Nikon K. Namiri from the University of California in San Francisco and colleagues examined trends in injury and hospital admission using data from the National Electronic Injury Surveillance System for injuries related to powered scooters from 2014 to 2018. The researchers found that from 2017 to 2018, there was a dramatic increase in injuries and admissions associated with e-scooter use. A weighted total of 39,113 injuries occurred during the study period. 36% of those injured were women. There was a significant 222% increase in the age-adjusted e-scooter injury incidence from 6 to 19 per 100,000. Age-adjusted hospital admission increased 365% from 0.4 to 1.8. The highest proportion of patients was received by urban hospitals compared with rural and children's hospitals, 78 versus 20 and 2% respectively. The body region most frequently injured was stable during the study period, with 32% of injuries in 2018 involving the head. The proportion of injuries among those aged 18 to 34 years increased by 185%, while admissions increased by 354% in this age group. Despite being unable to account for ridership exposure, the nearly doubling of incident e-scooter trauma calls for improved rider safety measures and regulation, the authors write. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your hosts have been PrimeMed Digital's Lee Tatro and Kevin Foley. News content provided by Health Day. All rights reserved. See you next time.